Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario Podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. Kylie, it's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Good to be back with you guys. We'll be with you until 2 o'clock. Let's now go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our guy Jeremy Rutherford. He's a Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. You can give him a follow on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, first of all, congratulations on the scoop over the weekend. Happy to see you with that. Ryan O'Reilly named the next captain of the St. Louis Blues. What did you make of the news? And thanks for hopping on with us today. Yeah, first of all, uh, the scoop, that's like me walking to the plate and uh, breaking the news that I'm going to strike out. You kind of knew it was coming, right? <laughs> we did, but yeah. you, you were the one that reported it, and you deserve your congrats. Yeah. Take the scoop yeah. when you can get the scoop, JR. Yep, yep. So everybody knew that uh, it was coming. I mean, there was a little debate, but uh, probably uh, shouldn't have been because Ryan O'Reilly in his couple seasons with the Blues, has just uh, been phenomenal, both on the ice, off the ice. Uh, we've heard the stories the past couple of days from the Chris Kerbers, the Joey Vitales, everybody who's spent time around uh, Ryan O'Reilly, and I can attest to, to that as well. Uh, I know Alex referenced this a couple of days ago, but I'll just elaborate. As Ryan goes out to visit a young fan after every single home game, the Blues could get blitzed 6-1, to one, and 15 minutes after the game, Ryan's talking to a a young player, a young uh, fan. And uh, I witnessed one of these occasions where the, the young kid just couldn't get the words out. Like he didn't know what to say to Ryan O'Reilly. And Ryan calmed him down and talked to him and, and sat there for another 10 minutes. Uh, I once wrote a story about Ryan O'Reilly. You know, he just loves music. He loves playing the guitar. He loves bands. And I asked uh, his wife, Dana, for the story. I said, does Ryan, is he kind of like those young kids who meet him after the game when he meets a band? And she said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he can't get his words out either. So uh, we did find one place where Ryan O'Reilly might not be completely comfortable. But just a great choice by the Blues. Uh, it sounds like they'll make it official at some point soon. Uh, but everybody saw this day coming, and, and it's here. You know, Jr. we talked with Craig Berube yesterday who talked about not just Ryan O'Reilly, but the leadership group in a whole with this team. And that's been intriguing for me because it's a, it's a transition this year when it comes to leadership because you've gotten rid of the vocal guys, the Alex Petrangelo's, the Alexander Steens, the Jake Allens, the Pat Maroons. And I wouldn't say that they're silent leaders, but they are very uh, do as I say or do as I do on the ice, like a Braden Shannon, a Jaden Schwartz. Uh, how do you think that the transition's going to be with Ryan O'Reilly as the captain and then these other guys wearing the A's uh, with a new kind of leadership core in the, in the locker room? 
Yeah, Alex, I'm trying to think back. I've been covering the Blues since the 2005 season, and I don't recall an offseason where there's going to be this much transition in that leadership department. I know years ago you lost uh, David Backus, and that was significant, losing your captain. Uh, but this year you just mentioned the names, you know, Petrangelo, Steen, Jake Allen, and I know Jay bowmeister has been gone since last spring, uh, and they played in the playoffs without him, but this is the first time you're starting a season without Jay Bomeister. And so I do mm-hmm. believe that the Blues have some players in place, like O'Reilly, we touched on him. Braden Shen, I think that uh, he could have been an assistant or even in the conversation for captain, you know, for the past couple of years. Uh, you know, I think uh, Jaden Schwartz can help in that area, Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, so I think that they have people who can step in and fill those roles. But until they get out there and do it and, and feel out the process of what it's going to take, uh, to move on without an Alex Petrangelo and who they're going to listen to, you know, it remains to be seen. So I think they're in a good spot, uh, but it's got to play out here. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. You can give him a follow on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, on Friday, I heard the guys talking with Doug Armstrong, and he mentioned that the plan is to use all of the new, newly available cap space from Alex Steen's long-term IR. First of all, I mean, I, I think I want to ask you about the, the the ownership group and Tom Stillman being willing to do that because I'm not sure that would be the case in other markets. How much credit does he deserve for that? Well, you know, when I, before I give you this answer, you know, I got to say that, uh, you know, I talked to Tom a lot. He's been nothing but uh, great to me, and uh, we have a good relationship in terms of of uh, my coverage with the Blues and, and him being understanding of the job I have to do. So a little bit bias, uh, I'll admit, because he, he's been really good over the years. But but I want to say this. When Tom Stillman's ownership group took over, I don't think anybody in St. Louis felt that this was a team that was going to spend to the cap every year. I mean, this is a team that offered, I want to say, $110 million for the Blues uh, to the to the ownership group previous and, you know, everybody saw that as a low ball offer. And I think a lot of people walked away thinking, well, if he does get the team, that probably won't be a group that's going to spend a lot of money. Well, I think uh, we can look at it now and realize that was a good business sense by uh, Tom Stillman. He knew what uh, he could get the Blues for. Uh, they, they built that amazing group. And so year after year after year, you know, it's gotten to the point now where we don't even question whether the Blues are going to spend to the cap because we know they are. And as you guys were touching on a couple of segments ago, uh, there is insurance involved in these contracts. And sure, they're going to get some money back on some guys who don't play a full season. Uh, but you're right. They're going to spend more in actual dollars than the salary cap. And we're talking about during a pandemic. So nothing but, uh, you know, congratulations to this ownership for what they've been able to accomplish. And I do think the people of St. Louis realize it. So now that we have that in order, now we got to talk about how they use that money, JR. And the name that is out there, of course, is the same name that I think Blues fans have been clamoring for at this point for like 18 months. It's Mike Hoffman, once again, of out there now on the open market. Do you think he's a fit here in St. Louis? And if so, how do the Blues get that done under what is still a hard cap? Mike who? I haven't heard this name uh, recently. <laughs> Mike Hoff- Hoffman? Hoffman. Mike Hoffman. He's a football player, JR. <laughs> there is a legitimate opportunity. And now I say that, and could Mike Hoffman sign with somebody else this afternoon? Could they announce that he's signing with the Blues tomorrow? Uh, you know, we just don't know. I think there's a legitimate opportunity. But without going to math class, uh, because I'm just as poor at it as, as you guys are, you know, I think we have to understand that uh, Alexander Steen, sure, $5.75 million is his salary cap. But right now, if 
you know, he's going to stay on long-term injury reserve uh, now that he's in retirement. Uh, the Blues have about $4.2 million in cap space. You still have Vince Dunn to sign. Say you sign him to about two point five, it leaves you with about $1.7 million. That's when Tarasenko comes back. So you're going to have a little bit of wiggle room when you put Tarasenko in long-term, but you can't really spend that money because when he comes back, it's got to come off the books. So the Blues are in a situation where, like Alex was saying earlier, is Mike Hoffman a possibility at three point five? four million dollars yes he is but doug armstrong would still have to move some things around and shuffle the deck a little bit to bring that in all that said i do think uh, that it's a possibility i know they're interested i know there have been talks but from what i've heard uh, there's as many as double digit teams interested in mike hoffman the one thing i'll add that i think really uh, does put the blues in a good spot is mike hoffman has waited to sign he knew he and his agent knew that there was a situation where teams would have to go into long-term injury uh, like the Blues. They would have more money to spend, and Mike Hoffman waited for this time to come. So I think that's a good sign for the Blues. And secondly, if you're going to go to a team on a one-year deal and try to reestablish your value, and and that's not because he played poor, it's because of the pandemic situation, you want to pick a good team, you can go in and produce. That could be the Blues, and he could become again a 5 or $6 million player in the next couple years. Yeah, well, and you got the Taylor Hall example to run off of as well with what he did with the Buffalo Savers, although he signed a big contract in terms of money, but you still look at what he did to kind of reestablish that market. JR, my final question for you, man. I've been asked a lot about this of, you know, why go spend before training camp when you can wait until the trade deadline and and make a move for a player that better uh, suits your roster. The way I look at this one, though, JR, is if I'm Doug Armstrong, I would rather spend money and not give up assets that are draft picks or players because once you get to that trade deadline in April, teams will know that you're desperate for something and they'll hold you to a king's ransom. And with an expansion draft coming up and with that uh, prospect pool being so bare, I don't think Doug Armstrong is going to be wanting to give up any draft picks rather than just spending money. Yeah, and we don't have you know time uh, to go into all the cap ramifications going into long-term injury now as opposed to the start of the season. It actually benefits the Blues to do it at the start of the season. They can spend more money once they get into the season. But I would say this, you know, if you're Doug Armstrong and you're saying, do I sign a Mike Hoffman now or, or do I wait till the, to the trade deadline to add somebody, keep in mind you're going to be without Vladimir Tarasenko for potentially uh, the first month or, or two yeah. of the season. And who knows when he's going to be ready. That reevaluation is coming in February. And, and is he going to be close to 100%? So I think you're going to need some scoring uh, initially out of the gate. And then secondly, you know, I'm like a lot of people. Let's see what Jordan Cairo has to offer. But Doug Armstrong, I've watched this uh, movie a lot of times. Yes, he has faith in some of these young players. Uh, but at the same time, he knows that he can't go into a season and put himself into a situation where he's second-guessing himself for not adding at the start of the season. I think if the opportunity with Hoffman's there, he'll do what he can to do it. Uh, But obviously the price has to be right. Final question for you, JR. If they end up going down this path and they find a number that makes sense for both sides, if it ends up being more than what the Blues currently have available in cap space, if if you had to do some reckless speculation for a moment, what are the kinds of things that they could do to make some money become available? Reckless speculation. That'd be a good name for a show, right? <laughs> I think that is literally what this show is called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's tough because uh, everybody was talking about, uh, you know, the excess uh, salary that they had on the, on the uh, roster. You know, was it Steen? Well, now that situation's taken care of. Bozak, I, I think uh, they like what Tyler Bozak 
uh, does, and I don't know that you find a suitor with him two weeks before the season starts. Is it Vince Dunn? Do you do you not sign him? Do you move him or, or what have you? You know, I know that they like Perinovich and they like Nikola and they like what they've got on that left side coming up, but those guys just aren't ready yet. I don't know that you can part with Vince Dunn. So, so that's what I'm saying. The Hoffman thing makes sense. Uh, but the money situation, you're still going to have to make some moves, and uh, that's about as much reckless speculation as I can give you. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his work over on The Athletic. He is the one that broke the news over the weekend about Ryan O'Reilly officially becoming, or soon to officially become, the captain for your St. Louis Blues. JR, all the best to you and the family, man. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll talk with you again soon. You guys, too. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. That's Jimmy Rutherford here on 101 ESPN. He mentioned Tyler Bozak there at the end uh, for our own. I know we've talked, I mean, dating back to the end of the regular season and even before then, we knew that was going to be a guy that was bandied about in the off seasons as a potential buyout candidate, maybe a trade candidate to be able to get some money back on the books for the Blues. Without Alex Steen next year, though, I think he fills a pretty important role for them, not only on the ice, which is obvious. He certainly has a significant role for them on the ice, but also off of it as the veteran leader that can be in that club that keeps things kind of even keeled. You need guys like that in that locker room and without Steen, without um, so many of the guys now that they've had over the years. I mean, Petrangelo now on the way out, Bo Meester out from last year. I think you probably need to keep him around. So I don't think that's going to be the guy that they ultimately move on on from now. Yeah, look, real quick, BK. I mean, yes, he makes, what, five, five and a half million dollars for the upcoming season, but it's a one-year contract. He's done after this season. But you do need that veteran experience because without Steen, he is a vocal leader. This guy spent, what, eight seasons in Toronto. You get a lot of leadership from playing in that market. Um, but also don't discount the offense Tyler Bozak brings. I mean, people don't see a lot because he's on a third line, but he did score, what, 13 goals in his last two seasons with the Blues, so 26 overall. This is a guy who can provide offense, and he can play on the top line if you needed to, the second line, the third line, the fourth line. So I think Tyler Bozak is going to be uh, very pivotal for an upcoming season that is shortened uh, for the St. Louis Blues. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Luke Clevenger working the board for us today. 65780 is the Air Comfort Service tax line. We'll get to some of your questions and answers coming up on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise.